What's up, y'all? It's your girl Jet Black, and you're tuned into another episode of One on One with Jet Black. And my guest today is Grammy Award-winning songwriter, producer, and vet in the music game. He's worked with industry greats such as Luda, Gucci, Lil Wayne, Beyonce, Nicki, Rihanna, Usher, T-Pain. That's just to name a few, child, because I can keep going. But anyway, I would like to welcome the hit maker, a.k.a. my name for him is the silent killer because he don't really talk too much. Chandra Bangladesh Crawford. <laughs> Thank you so much for being here with me no today. Problem. You know, a lot of your friends be acting funny and I ain't going to say no names, but oh, I appreciate yeah. you coming to rock with me. We're going to do a little icebreaker, you know, because we're going to play a little game. Mm-hmm. And it's called Say It and Mean It. I'm going to say a statement and read it to you, and then you fill in the blank. Okay. So, um, I can't believe I actually blank when I was younger. <laughs> mm, I, say it again. Repeat it. I can't believe I actually blank when I was younger. When I, was younger. Mm, I can't believe that I didn't fall victim to the streets when I was young. Oh, that's pretty cool. Okay. Let me see. What will my answer be? Like my friends. I can't believe I actually didn't drink alcohol when I was younger. Yeah. See, we had that conversation. I didn't even know you, you didn't drink alcohol. Yeah, I don't drink That's impressive all. to know, you know. Thank you. I don't drink or smoke or do hookah. I, I know you don't smoke. Yeah, I don't do any of that. That's dope. Thank you. You're so vibrant. Thank you. Mm-hmm. So, um, I'm always chosen first when it comes to blank. God. Amen. Um, I'm always chosen first when it comes to going to get something to eat. Because <laughs> y'all know I'm always hungry. So they'll call me, do you want to go get something to eat? You know I'm going to go get something to eat. Even if I already ate, I'm going to eat again. Okay. Um, I know this is weird, but I like to blank. Oh, I got a good one, too. Let me say my first. Yeah, say your first. <laughs> I know it's weird, but I like to shave my toes. Mm. <laughs> like, I really have hairy toes, and, like, people know this about Everybody me. Like, I grows shave, hair on their toes. But I shave my toes because it's terrible. Real? What you shave them with? Well, like you know, laser? I'm an esthetician now, and I wax my toes. Word. Mm-hmm. Does it hurt? Very much so. It's, it's like, like a <laughs> It's not as bad as the cootie cat, but yeah. my toes, yeah, it's bad. Yeah. So, yeah. So, you like it better without the hair? We talking about you. We talking about you. Go you ahead. like it better without the hair or with I'm going to tell hair. you how I like, like it in a minute, but what you going to tell me is what you really like to do that's weird. That's weird? That's weird. Okay. I got one. <laughs> I could probably talk to you three, four days straight, then go ghost for a week. Well, if that's the case, everybody is weird because that has happened to me <laughs> first time in my life. And we'll talk about that because I need your a male perspective on that because I was actually myself ghosted for the first time in my entire life. For real? Yes. And yeah, we'll talk about that. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you will tell me like if I did something. I know I did, but yeah, anyway. Last but the thing one. is, you didn't do anything for me to ghost. I just oh, so you want to time to my, I'm just I'm my only child. I'm like a isolated person, so like we, I need my breaks. So why not say that? I though? give you everything, then I need a break though. But why not say that? 
That's my whole thing. Say it. People don't understand. That. But some they people think do. they think something wrong with them. They think they think it's more than the reason that you're giving them. That was my problem. So if you tell me like I'm understand, I'm different mm -hmm. as well too because I'm very understanding until I don't give a fuck. Mm -hmm. But tell me. Mm -hmm. Talk to me mm -hmm. and let me know, like, what's up? Don't just stop talking to me. If it was that easy, you know, a lot of females say, talk to me, tell me, tell me, just, talk to me. That's a cat, cat, cat. I just told you. That's I'm all not, cat. <laughs> I'm different, though. Like, I'm not like other females. So yeah, let's go see, to the last question, yeah. though. That's a whole nother yeah. segment. You will have to come back and, and we'll talk about that relationship mm -hmm. thing. Because to me, that was some bullshit. But it's cool because I'm not ugly and I get niggas, so. Yeah, you do. So I mean, ghost me if you want to. Cause I have two more in a week if I feel like it, but I don't like. It. But anyway, um, yes. All right. And speaking of, you said alone, your only child. When you're alone, what do you like to do? Mm, I like to do when I'm alone. I mean, I. It's nothing, necess nothing necessarily, of what I like to do. I just. Just, I'm just an isolated person. I, I'm, I'm, I'm working most of the time. I, I work, um, spend time with my children. Um, that's about it. Like any other, anything else I'm doing is probably like, you know, um, just life shit. You know, I do regular shit. I go to the grocery store. I cook food. I do shit like that. Oh, it's cook? like What's regular, your dish to it's cook? regular things. Favorite? I don't have yeah, a favorite. Yeah, what you, what would you be cooking? Period. Just a, just a creative person, so like I just I'm into. So you create meals I like mean, you create beats. Exactly. Flavor. <laughs> I give you a lot of flavor. Okay, so what is the last meal that you cook? The last meal I cooked mm, mm. was probably uh I I, I sauteed some. Some cod. Hmm. Um, I had mashed potatoes and some okra. Oh, okay. That was cute. Yeah, it's a little something. Ain't no nothing. Way. I see that. It's a little something. Well, let's get right into this little music thing. Now, I know that you work with a lot of people. And, you know, sometimes magic just happens. Like, I'm pretty sure, like, Lil Wayne, magic happens. Is there any particular artist that you work with? that nothing happens just like come on man what are you doing like the creative juices are not flowing at all um, <laughs> um, uh, asap rocky nothing uh, yeah or it took a while like two days in the studio doing nothing um i mean i was i was working he wasn't oh okay um who else um, kendrick lamar Nothing. So this is early Kendrick. This is before Kendrick blew up. So like, that was my fault. Like, that was my fault. fault. That was that was. <clears throat> I didn't I didn't know what direction. I didn't know what to do as far as like listening to mixtape Kendrick. I didn't know. Wasn't no identity. Wasn't. I didn't have direction mentally like what for to him. do to for him you know what i'm saying so i think i was thinking too much and just uh didn't end up doing nothing i did get a verse out of him but i did i wanted to do something for him you know what i'm saying 
especially him turning into who he is today. Do you think you ever be, work with him again? Yeah, absolutely. Like we, he's he's like one of my favorites. So like you know. So being that those are the two that really were didn't have too much chemistry. Who were you with that you was like instant like boom? Yes, this is it. I got it. It didn't take long. Um, those there. those sessions are you typically like the sessions of of artists that request me or want to work with me, mm. like they fuck with me already. So, you know, just going in a room, the anticipation of delivery is easier because mm -hmm. they know what they want. Yeah, they just know what to expect. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? It's not like um, it's not like other artists, they kind of like want what they want. Like me working with Young Jeezy, right? Mm -hmm. Jeezy wanted me to do Shawty Ray style. Mm -hmm. Like put some simps and do da 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 da. He's telling me what to do versus like Maybe. him knowing what I do. Right. And like, y'all yeah, fuck with this nigga. I want him to, do you know what I'm saying? saying? Yeah. Right. So it's, it's, it, it's more meaningful and it, it, it's progressive when the artist knows who you are and respects what you do and just is open to you doing and giving them what you feel they need. So when did you officially say, this is what I want to do? Like, when did you start? Like, how old were you and where were you? Oh, like, shit, I, I, was, I know you, you oh, moved no. here from Des Moines, but, yeah. you know, what made you say, okay, this is what I want to do. I know this is what I'm going to do. Well, I was young. I was... Uh, I mean, I knew since elementary that you had it's something that the word producer uh -huh. was something that my older cousin, I heard my older cousin say. Uh -huh. So I used to look up to him. So um, he was in the music, you know, he had a, a lot of albums and he had a record player and he wanted to be a producer. So that's where I really heard the word. Um, so through elementary, through middle school, I think middle school is when I first started to see my influence on my peers. Like all my peers kind of like followed me and like wanted to dress like me and do all these things. Yeah, so I was just really thinking how I could utilize this upscale, this upgrade this to the next level. I wasn't really like into school. I did it cause I, you know, you're supposed to do it, but I wasn't into it, so I was, you know, I was thinking, I'm like, damn, man, these, like, my friends look up to me, they follow me, so it's like influencing before the influence happened, if, before there was a such thing as an influencer, so I just wanted to make that make sense, then I was like, you know, all my friends in the, in my, where I grew up, they, you know, they was in the streets, they sold crack and shit, so I wanted to have that same image impression, but not doing it right. so I think like production and, and music was like that thing like I could still have that sense of leadership that sense of uh, creating all in one you know and not be risking my life as far as like uh, you know selling dope and shit like my friends I, I mean, kind of always wanted down them yeah, dope, I always that wanted to do dope. something that people weren't doing so Same. i wanted to do what people weren't doing that's why I don't drink. and that's dope
Amen. Praise the Lord. Now, what about the producers? Like, they came before you. Is there anybody, like, from back in the day? Like, you like, oh, yeah, that's it. They... Yeah. I mean, that's how, that's, that's what sparks the energy. The, um, it's a lot of producers, a lot of production that I heard that, that inspired me. You know, um, Timbaland is, like, probably one of my biggest influencers. Um, I can see that. Um, organized noise, um, you know, outcast and produced outcast and uh, Goody Mob and them. Um, I think those were my biggest influences as, as far as like my style, what shaped it. Um, I think they would just like, they go against the grain, they kind of have their own they own thing, their own sound. Yeah, because if you you hear it, even with you, if I hear something, hell, if my mama hears something, she'll be like, that sound like Bangladesh. Yeah. Then you look, and be like, well, yeah, that's him. Yeah. So, yeah, it's, it's... It's just thinking outside the box, I think, what Timberland did for me. I think uh, Organized Noise it was more like the the grittiness of it, the, the dirtiness of it, you know. The down south, red clay mm -hmm. type, you know, but musical at the same time. You know what I'm saying? Saying something of saying substance. Saying something of so substance. So let's yeah. spin it. Mm -hmm. We're talking about substance before. Now the music does not have any substance, in my opinion. Um, I don't know. I don't even know how to explain it. Like, how do you feel about the music that's being put out today that's not from the Jeezys and the, the Gucci Mans, like the new artists that are coming out with the with the bops? Like, how do you feel about um, that? It's, it's, it's substance. It's just their substance. It's not you think our it's gonna substance. last, though? Like... Last, <laughs> last... Uh, like, it's not... Like your stuff is timeless, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. It's it's just For it's now. just different time. It's just the music of today is their reality. You know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Music, hip hop, is a form of your reality. So, like, what's real to us, we're gonna feel it more than what we're not disconnected to. They're, what they're connected to, we're disconnected to. So, but it's still their form of reality. It's still their form of hip hop because they're talking about what they're doing. Right. We're I'm not out of into town, thugging with my brown. Yeah, they're my into that. Pink, my Buddha Buddha brown. brown. Yeah. <laughs> but the fact that That's we remember that, 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 I mean, it's it's catchy. It it happens. But is there anything mm. that you would want to see change in the entertainment industry today? Um. Well, I mean, I have a different outlook on. I don't. I don't look at the actual people that's doing it as the issue. I think um, the people that control the music is really mm. the ones that's uh, dictating the value of the music. Um, I think, like when I was growing up, there was just it was just a, a wide variety to choose from. Mm -hmm. You had everything that you can like. Mm, choose sure. now it's just you getting one thing you know when I was growing up you had west coast east coast 
You had yeah, I used to think I was a little bit of self. You had a little bit of everything that was exposed to you. And you even had R&B. You, you had everything that was tangible mm -hmm. to you. But now it's like, if if you want to hear something besides what's presented to you, you got to go search for it. For sure. You know what I'm saying? You got to really dig for it. It's not what's in the forefront of of music. Um, I just, I don't, I don't, I don't typically feel everything, mm -hmm. but I, I, I learned not to knock it because that's just what these kids are. That's their reality or what they into. They not going to relate to my type of substance. I hear kids say like the 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 hip hop I used to listen to, like the real hip hop, like the boom bap shit. They say like it's so dark. <laughs> it's so it's so hard and dark. And when they say they be saying that, I be confused because they listen to hard and dark. Right. They should be like. They should be like satanic dark. Yeah, a little Uzi. They'll say, uh, I, I was I was playing Trial Call Quest, bro, for someone. She said, I just, it's just so hard and, and dark. and But we'll listen to Nardo Wick. Child. I'll be confused because the consistency don't be there. I just be one. When I ask questions, I'll be trying to see. How you think? I I just want it to be a consistency there, not like you saying this is dark and this like I just it doesn't make sense to me. You know what I'm saying? It just doesn't make sense. I think anything with substance makes you think, and these kids don't want to think. So and that no. that's what make it dark, cause it take them to a dark place to think. It's like oh, I want to think. Oh, it hurts. Mm -hmm. It's like, like it's dark, you know what I'm saying? I just want to have fun, turn up, don't want to, you know, don't want to think about tomorrow type shit. But, you know, the music I came on, came up on, it, it, it to me, it was, hip-hop was apparent to me. You know what I'm saying? That's how powerful it was. It taught me shit that my real, actual parents did. Yeah, a lot of stuff. And, like, valuable lessons that I could implement into my parenting. For sure, into my adulthood, you know what I'm saying? So that's the difference for me, you know, like hip hop is really a part of my life. And like, if if I know how effective it was to, to me on a positive level, I know how effective this music is to them on a negative level. So, speaking of that, word on the street is you building an empire with singers and rappers and things like, Bad boy back in the day. Is that true or no? <laughs> Did I build empires with bad boy? Um, no, I'm saying like it was. Like they had singers and rappers and stuff like, um, like that. I mean, that was a goal. That was, that, you know, I had singers, writers, all that, you know. Um, you know, that's a goal to have a, a conglomerate of People. Artists, artists and writers and things where you can... Just shop within the circle, you know, but, you know, people are hard to deal with, you know, it's hard to deal with For sure. individuals Attitudes, and personalities individuals. 
different. timing and age groups and, you know, different things, man. It's just, yeah, no. you know, people aren't really dedicated to the music. I just do music. Anybody knows me, like, they're not going to, you're not going to be bombarded by what I, the other shit I have going on in my life. Like, if I come to the studio, you, you, you're not going to be, my home life is not going to intervene. Like, I'll be in the studio, niggas get, the girl call them, or they take, like, it just be too much. Of not working. Unnecessary shit that has nothing to do with the process of getting to where you want to go. Artists, these artists now, writers and shit, they be acting like they already made it. It's like they they can take time to deal with this and that and all these things. And I'll be like, bro, like I've made it. I've made a lot of money. I got a whole family. You never hear me say, yeah, but my girl. Yeah, but my kid. Yeah, but my. Man, I got I got to go get my girl. Gotta go. I never. <laughs> you will never hear me say that shit. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I put this shit. This shit is, like, really. If this is what I'm doing, this is what I'm doing. I'm not finna come to the studio and be like taking, you know, I'm a writer, but my girl texting me cause she don't really know where I'm at. And it's like she think I'm fucking with a vision. I gotta <laughs> I gotta clean it up or I gotta make her I gotta prove myself to her and I'm so like disconnected from the goal of making this Rihanna song. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Like, it's just dumbed down to every level. Like, even the engineers, the engineers, like, everybody's just money-orientated. It's like, oh, I charge 60 hour to engineer. But what about the work, nigga? Is the work good? Like, they are, that's the first like thing. Like, is the work good, like my work. nigga? Like, do good work. They, and I want my, my pain. But you just here trying to put some hours in to get this. Whatever you're trying to, this 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 quote you're trying to reach for the day, but you're not giving, you're not delivering what I need. Like when I came in, like engineers, everybody was locked in. Everything was locked in. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Everybody never got out of their lane. They stayed in their lane. Engineer was engineer. Producer was producer. This was this. This like it wasn't a cross branding thing. Like now the engineers producer. He's also the artist. He's also the graphic designer. He's also the photographer. He's also, it's like, goddamn, nigga. Like, you're not really dedicated to nothing. You know what I'm saying? You're all over the place. You can't focus. You could, to me, you're like hustling, trying to, you're really not beneficial to me. Hustling. Because you're hustling, you're, you're, self, you're selfish hustling. Like, you're not beneficial to me. Like, now, you know, we got a lot of shit going thing. on in the street. This hop on this Chris Brown and Usher real quick. Yeah. I know you worked with Usher before, but it's like, how do you, what's the question? Like, why? Like, why would that? Why would something like this happen? Like Chris Brown and Usher getting into a... Yeah, a spat. A spat. I mean, I, I feel like, okay, it's because it was stated that he was taking up for Tiana Taylor. Okay, cool, I get that. But why not let security handle that if you all are supposed to be friends? Like, I really believe Chris needs intervention personally. 
because he's been getting into it all the time everywhere. But you got people calling Usher, like, you know, he's so soft and he wouldn't do this and he wouldn't do that. Like, what's your take on the whole situation? Because it's, like, weird to me. Um, it ain't weird to me. It's just, <laughs> it's just nigga shit, man. Niggas is regular <laughs> niggas at the end of the day, the you know, day. like, right. they just regular niggas. Um, I've been around both parties. Chris Brown, like, the, the, the coolest, nicest nigga that I know in the industry besides Nelly. You know what I'm saying? Them two niggas like the coolest niggas I think that I've that I've met in music. You know what I'm saying? Like personality wise. Um, I think Chris just, you know, he just he be getting bad breaks. He's really not a So they just catch all his bad moments. I think they catch his bad moments. I think I think he I think he made a bad mistake one time and I was just it just keep following him. Now this situation, <laughs> this particular situation, I mean, I know there's probably might be like some, some illegal substance involved or something. That's you never know. It. But you know, like those things make. See, but this is this is my thing. See, I'm so I'm so I'm such a I'm so I'm so in tune with people, and I observe. Same. I I know if you high. I know I already heard rumors you get high. So even if I'm Usher and I'm close to you, I know nigga, I know nigga you get high. You know what I'm saying? So I'm not even I'm not even really invested into this like this. Cause I know it's the substance that's really making you react like this. So I'm not really gonna be investing my time into this back and forth. You know what I'm saying? Cause oh that nigga high. That's the first thing that nigga high. It'll be different tomorrow, you know. So, what I heard was, what I heard, what I heard was Chris Brown, uh, like Tiana Taylor for. And I remember being around Chris Brown back in the days, and him and Tiana was like besties, like they best friends. So, they were so close where Tiana Taylor and Rihanna would beef. Like they had beef. Ooh, T. Okay. You know these like top tier. You know. Top tier bitches. Top tier bitches. Yeah. You know. And it's wow. they beefing over Chris Brown. That's like so I don't cool. think it's like on some. On some. It's just like you having a girlfriend and a female best friend. Uh, yeah, is what it is. Exactly. And we don't be trying to hit exactly. Shit. Like y'all don't believe, nigga, that you fucking. I mean, you can. Da, 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 I, da, I believe that you can have a, a platonic friendship with a man or a woman, but some women don't believe that and they don't play it. So, but understandable. But you whatever, whatever, whatever they beefing over, I think Chris Brown was probably in his feelings like. Because he, that, that Michael Jackson tribute. He's that, like, I fuck with her. But something she did to him over the Rihanna shit, he wasn't fucking with that shit. Some whatever, whatever happened. So he's telling Usher, like, man, fuck that bitch. But see, that was on top of, that was first. But then the second instance when they were cool again, Tiana Taylor was supposed to be in that Michael Jackson tribute. And she jumped, and she reneged. And she was like, no, I'm not going to do it. So because Tiana Taylor didn't do it, they canceled the whole shit. So now that pissed Chris off too, on top of what she probably did before. So now he like he see her like, you know, why this bitch at my party? And this how it popped off. Yeah, so, yeah, so it's Usher throwing him a party. 
and somebody that he don't want to be there is there. Then Usher taken up for, mm -hmm. so he's like, man, you a coward too, nigga. Right. Pusillanimous at his finest. You a coward too, nigga. Mm -hmm. So I think he, he said that to Usher and walked off. And he walked to his tour bus. Allegedly. Usher, <laughs> allegedly. And Usher followed behind him, trying to get clarity. Like, nigga, you think I'm a coward, nigga? Like, you think a whoop whoop? And that's when they on the tour bus like this. Like, you think I'm a coward, nigga? And like, nigga, I'll, nigga, I'll blah, 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 blah. Nigga, do it then. So they and see, and <laughs> I'm hearing this story. Allegedly, I'm hearing this story. But I've been in the studio, right, with, with Usher and another individual where it's got heated. Where this same behavior that I'm hearing, I seen it. Right, so you know. Like, I seen it. Like, I was yeah, like, yeah, that sounds like. Yeah. Like, yeah, usher a little hood nigga, too. If you slick, know it. Now, before we get out of here, I'm going to get in your business a little bit. You single or no? You finna get me. <laughs> I'm going to get you in trouble. I mean, well, if you're not single, that's cool. I have. I have. Friends? Yeah. Benefits? <laughs> We'll talk about that off camera, mm -hmm. but give me um, what makes a good relationship to you? Like what type of person that you like around you that you would consider being a good relationship? A good relationship is positive intentions, you know, um, people that you can call on that you can depend on. Mm -hmm. Cause when you're a person that, when you're a person that doesn't depend on people, then you you might need to depend on somebody. Like you, if you're if you're reaching out to somebody, like it's really like that reach is important. Yeah, you, know you what I'm saying? Like, me yeah, yeah, you say that all the time. I do. Yeah, I believe you too. Well, I mean, I got you but shit like that, like but we day one, you know, like. Those are the relationships. That's why we still in tune. That's why I came to the interview. And I appreciate I'm here because of you. I, see what I'm saying? He right. What the fuck with Jack Black? You got clout. guy right here. Y'all here. It came from the number one. Bangladesh. Ooh la la. Bangladesh. That's my shit right now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, let everybody know where they can find you, of course. I'm pretty sure they know. But just in case, where can we find you on social media? Um. Bangladesh Productions, B-A-N-G-L-A-D-E-S-H uh, -E Productions. At, I mean, um, that's that's uh, IG, yeah, that's IG. Yeah, that's really the main job, main platform. Yeah, for Facebook, on. for senior citizens, I'm sorry, yeah. but yeah, I don't fuck with Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> be, my mama didn't be on that motherfucker, and I'd be like, no, thank you. <laughs> mm, if you here this weekend, you better you gotta come out to my play now. This is my first live stage Word. play. Yes, and I'm gonna send you the link. I'm not gonna be here. This oh weekend. gosh, that's okay. I'll I gotta more. take my daughter to a tennis event. Gotcha. Mm -hmm. But it's cool, but I appreciate you coming out. I thank you so much. At the close of the show, I like to leave our viewing audience with something inspirational. My quote comes from the great James Baldwin. Not everything that is faced can be changed, but nothing can be changed until you face it. This concludes another episode of One on One with Jet Black. Make sure y'all follow me on Instagram at One on One with Jet Black. InstaAtlanta.com, InstaAtlanta Uncut on Fox Soul. What would you care? Bangladesh. Thank you so much. Where you get the name Jet Black? 
That's a long story too. We have to talk about that another time. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. Jet Black. Jet is the a, big jet, not the little one. Big Jet is a long story, huh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you you know what? You've always picked that high school.